pants on with the Zoom. I said, it's a Zoom, put your pants what? on. And, and on me, I put a bra on. As soon as I come through the door, the bra is off. Bra and pants on today. I really right. like you. <laughs> fully dressed, fully dressed. Just, Just who you, who you are, Al. <laughs> That's how much we love you. So this is love. I am so lucky to have grown up with such amazing role models, one of them being my own aunt and uncle. They have a beautiful love story and continue to write it every day. I feel like everyone is entitled to a love story. It just makes it easier when we are surrounded by positive ones. So let's take a listen to theirs. Such a wonderful, loving relationship, um, role models. And um, I can say one of the things that I have um, always notice is laughter is between the two of you and that's mm-hmm. something that is um <laughs> i would say keeps you you're the glue for you guys but anyways before we get all there i want everybody to hear um just a little bit of how you guys met and um where it all began you start because i'll correct you afterwards you always do <laughs> so i walked into a place called richardson green shields which was a stockbroking firm and I was a stockbroker and Carrie right away ran up to me and said hi I'm Carrie and if you need anything I'm your sales assistant I can help you and basically that was how we originally met he walked into Richardson Green Shields and I said oh my this man needs help because he was wearing a pinstripe polyester suit that he got when he was 18 years old one of my favorites and we met, how old were you when we met? Late 20s? I was just a baby. Just you a were. baby. Yeah, I was 83, I think. 1983. Right. Not that you were three. So 1983. So I was, I don't know, 24, 25, something like that. Anyways, I was young. And I'm four <laughs> years older, so I'm a cougar. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Not that nice. <laughs> Um, so when you, I'm Carrie, when you saw Uncle Bruce or vice versa, um, did you guys like automatically have that spark, that connection? Did you know? She did for me. No, I did not. I had no interest. I let him think he, that it was that way. No, I, this is my, uh, believe it or not, second marriage with Bruce and I have Bruce with you. That's your second marriage? You're two with me? No. No, you're my second marriage. Just checking. Just okay. Checking. <laughs> and I had, um, I, ha- I had, I had, well, at the time I had a, a daughter. I still have a daughter. How am I going to say? But she was much younger. She's going to be 40 next year. No. So it's like. Um, uh, um, Where are you going with this? I have no idea. So I, I was a mother. Her- I was a single mother at the time. And. Bruce comes in with the, um, into the office. I don't think, I don't think really we like with Sparks took a lot of work for me to convince no, you. You right away were attracted to me. Okay. You have to admit that. I'll, let, I'll give it to and him. And all the girls went running to my resume and they went over how, where I, who I am, where Trying I'm Trying to see how much he made because evidently you didn't make that much money because you were wearing a polyester suit. <laughs> and thus the first lesson in life you never Take what judge a diet cover. Thank you. Okay, so and so then we just but there was no real spark. I, no. I got to say there wasn't. It was she was dating someone else, and I was like 
not ready to settle down and stuff. I had had a nice relationship with a girlfriend back in college and stuff. And I just wasn't looking for that. And we just became best friends. We became best friends. And we would tell each other about our dates and stuff like that. We even went out on a double date. We went on a double date where we dated different people. (laughs) And we just really enjoyed each other's company. And we just um, went down to the beach and sat and had a bottle of wine and so forth and so on. And we just talked and stuff. And then all of a sudden, one thing led to another and we became into a relationship. So we were best friends first before we were romantically involved. And we're still best. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yes, we are. We are. See, I, I think it's so wonderful <laughs> that you guys formed that friendship first, and mm-hmm. then everything else came, which is a great foundation. Because then well, you can we, really be open and honest. We've told our children when we're giving advice to our children, which they very rarely uh, listen to, but is that if you can marry your best friend, you got it. Yeah. Yeah, the person you can tell everything to. <coughs> That's right. So throughout the years, there's been ups and downs and turmoils and things like that. And so what, what, is, <coughs> excuse me, what has been something that has um, been like a glue for you guys through everything or made it easier to get through these times? Because not everything is, you know, peachy and keen and everything. So what was something that helped get through? Well, it's funny you should ask that because we constantly remind ourselves that we've seen really good days, we've seen really bad days. And it's funny, the bad days sort of pull us together even tighter because we know we have to fight as a couple to get through whatever it is, tough times that we have and so forth. And we also see it as a great lesson learned for the children so that the kids see that mommy and daddy stay together through thick and thin. So it's really important for us. And, and I, as I said, we actually became even closer because we had something that we both wanted to fight for, which is our happiness later on in life and stuff like that. And that's what we decided to do. Because yeah. you guys knew you had something really good together that you Absolutely. wanted to make sure. Yeah. Plus also too, it's odd because usually tough times will tear apart a couple mm-hmm. and everything, but that's really when you have to come together I'd say we got through a lot of the tough times through humor and laughter. Absolutely. It's like, um, can I tell the time that you... Sure. We had, um, we got hit really hard with the recession. And um, this is just an example of how we handled it. And, and um, we had to get both go back to work. And we had moved up to North Carolina. And um, Bruce kept getting these jobs that were like minimum you know, $10 an hour jobs and stuff, basically for the insurance, because we both needed health insurance. And they he would get let go every time the insurance was going to start. And we would go, oh, no. So it got to where like, this happened about, what, five or six times. So every time he got terminated, we go, yay, we can go out to dinner. So we'd go out to dinner. That, and we just put like a, you know, okay, well, next, you know, and we just took can, lemon and made it into lemonade. lemonade yeah. And mm-hmm. stuff. So we would just, you know. But we always knew we could count on each other. Yeah. Through good and bad. We always knew we could count on each other. We're always there for each other and very important. And of course, you've got family as well. But for our relationship, which is what we're talking about today, we always knew we could count on each other. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. 
to do that instead of making it like a sad situation, you made it a happy situation of going out to dinner and yeah, just- it got so ridiculous. It's like, what else are you going to do but laugh? I mean, you know, okay, next, you know, it beats the alternative. alternative, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Going through life with happiness and joy instead yeah. of getting frustrated. Yeah. So, um, so, so I guess laughter would be your thing that has really helped keep you guys to get together. So, or, or like, I, I would say first is respect. We respect one another. And I think that's the most important thing. And then, of course, from that respect, there's times when she gets frustrated with me. There are times I get frustrated with her. And then when we do, we sort of take laughter at that point to sort of get us onto a different level. He goes, okay, that's it. We're getting divorced. I'm going to a 2-2. I said, okay, where, where are we going? Like, I won't <laughs> let him, <laughs> you know. So I've come close to say, let me help you pack. But, you know, yeah, but that's what I said. Where are you going? Okay, where are we going? And we both crack up laughing. Exactly. So my my commitment and her commitment for life is really um, concrete in the sense that if one of us goes somewhere, the other one goes with us. It's just understood. Yeah, it's awesome. A lot of people say like marriage is hard. Um, have you guys ever felt that way or do you feel that way? I don't know if marriage is hard. The relationship takes work. I mean, you, I, we both, I mean, you have a lot of outside factors that are always kind of come trying to come in and things of that nature. Um, you know, right now I'm taking care of my mom and dad, which are both in hospice and stuff. It's very trying right now, but I look forward to coming home, you know, after the day being with them. And it's just like, if I, it would be much harder if I didn't have him and that support and love so you have um you know it's not all so we're kind of going through a well i constantly say when i when we're having discussions with friends and stuff i always say the hardest thing to do in life is to live with someone Mm. whether you're married or not but to live with someone and the reason i say that is because we all have our idiosyncrasies that we want to do this we want to do that and if you have a situation where you know I don't want to do something. I have to give in and stuff because that's part of the relationship. Right. There's a give and take. And it's a matter of what's most important. If, if it's really very important for Carrie for us to do something, I say, okay, let's do that and stuff. And it's just priorities, really. Just And again. I don't touch his naps. That's it. <laughs> well, I do take a lot of naps. We, yes. dated, we dated around the nap schedule. The marriage 36, 33 years later is the nap schedule. That's how it keeps me... <laughs> focused on being straight and narrow and not causing any trouble is i it gives me downtime it's like meditation yes naps. yes naps. so the naps were even a key early on i didn't realize oh, yeah. that like he i he after we uh we got involved in everything before we could go out we never he had to come home from work and take a nap that was it <laughs> yeah. Talk about non-negotiables. Like that is non-negotiable for you. Well, you know, when you talk about negotiating, it's just not worth it. It's like, here's a perfect example. My idea of cleaning the kitchen and Bruce's idea of cleaning the kitchen, two separate things. So I'm always like backtracking. Now you really have to wipe down the kitchen. He goes, all right, then I won't do anything. I go, no, no, you do what you need to do. And if I feel like it's important enough, I'll follow up. So it's like, you just have to, you know, it's not going to be done all, all the time the way you want it to be, 
but then that's where the concessions come in and you just kind of, okay. So the naps have always been important. Even to this day, I can't, I can't fool with the naps. Now we've had some emergency situations that like with my mom and stuff that I needed to have them at a certain time during nap time. Cause now he takes two naps a day and he, at lunch on his break from his work. And after from uh, what, five to six, five to six. So, um, uh, and I definitely notice a different temperament. So that's why I say, go to bed. <laughs> Keep the nap, Keep the nap right. in. <laughs> right. <laughs> Some people say like, happy wife, happy life. It's like, happy naps, happy life. <laughs> right. no. I like where you're going with that. No, but we still go with the wife more. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So, um, I don't know, this is so much fun. I just, I'm so glad I get to talk to you guys about this. And um, I'm trying to think of like, early on, I mean, there must have been some times where you weren't sure maybe if this was the right person for you. Did you ever think that? Because I know you guys said you were friends before. So then when you decided to date, I guess you probably were like, this could hurt our relationship or friendship or it could make it better. Or what did you, I want to go back to that for just a second. You're asking us to remember a long time ago. (laughs) Carrie, it was funny. We, um, after a day of work, she and her girlfriend went to a place called Fridays. And she said, would you like to join us and stuff? And so I said, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll join you guys. And so I went after, after work. Uh, I went home, took my nap. Then I met up with them and I went to Fridays. And the first thing I did when I sat down was Carrie gave me a lecture, said, now look, you better be our friend for life or else I'm not going to be very happy with you. And I thought, that's kind of strange. You know, what a strange way to say that and stuff. But she was so adamant about the f- making sure that we would always be friends, whether we got into a relationship or not. She just was very t- taken by that. Now, she had a situation where a friend of hers just, and, and this other girl's, uh, dropped them and just went off on his way and stuff and they never heard from him after and stuff and she was hurt by that I assume and she well, thought it was, it was on her mind. Well I also too with my ex-husband we had a child together. Um, Al and I have not always been the best of friends but we always be kept it friendly. I mean Bruce was when he was making the decision for you know to be with me and stuff that was baggage that came along I had a child I had the father the father was always going to be involved his family was always going to be involved um and I can remember when as Lindsay was getting older at uh, my ex-husband Al and uh Bruce would be at the like if Lindsay had a shooting off a rocket in a science class or something here's Alan, Bruce, and I, and Judy, his wife, and all four of us would be there supporting Lindsay. So it had to be that, you know, you just don't, you don't, well, I guess with, I can't even say that. Well, it's also (laughs) difficult, very difficult, and there has to be a a relationship where you're willing to accept what the other one says, because here I am just stepping into the picture, and now I'm also disciplining Lindsay and like Carrie had to be lenient with that she had to let me do my thing when I saw something wrong and so forth not to say that Carrie didn't do a great job by herself but I had my own particulars that I wanted to lay down a law on and so we had to negotiate we had to work yeah there was a lot of learning lessons with that 
getting that all. Absolutely. Together. As opposed to if we didn't have Lindsay and we just had our own biological children, yeah. then it's understood that you both are doing it and stuff. But there were ground rules that were set up, maybe not put down in letter form or anything in hard written, but it was an understanding between the mm -hmm. two of us that we had to accept good, bad, or indifferent what was going to happen. Yeah. It's a lot of challenges early on that you guys had to kind of get through mm -hmm. real quick which Absolutely. really um, probably sped up your relationship a little bit more in a way, like made you closer, yeah. made you, yeah. Probably. What was the thing that attracted you most to each other? Like what caught your attention? Because I, I guess it wasn't the polyester suit. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it's what was in the polyester suit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I mean, I, there I, was a certain attraction by both of us and, we just basically, like I said, hit it off as best friends, and it was our relationship. That yeah. was what was most important to us and stuff. I knew I can count on Carrie from the very get-go, from the very beginning. There's also a certain element of I had matured myself, and I'm just speaking for myself. Still working where, on that. <laughs> to the point where I could have gotten married, whereas yeah. when I was in college, I had a very solid girlfriend, and it just wasn't the right timing. So timing also is an important part yeah. of it. It's I, 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 very, he's, I'm going to be 68 and your uncle's going to be 64 in a couple months and he still takes my breath away. Yeah. And it's, that's, that's, that's it in a nutshell. It's like. I think I that mean, says it all. You know, yeah. we have at the end of the day, uh, typically the kids will say, we want to hear the best part of your day and the worst part of your day. And the best part of my day is always in the morning going in and just giving Carrie a nice hug and just saying good morning and we just laugh and, and it's a good way to start the day. We can feel each other's hearts and we just love that, you know, that sort of thing. Then chores start up, I have to make her a cup of coffee and it's a pain in the neck. But, but the point is, is that every day, that's my favorite part, is waking up and knowing she's right next to me and then I go and I just give her a big hug. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. After 33, <laughs> after 33 years, that's pretty amazing. Well, we, we crack mm -hmm. up saying, I think we're more in love now than we were in the beginning. Absolutely. It just, uh, I, I'm very lucky. I'm very lucky. Because as a man, um, how can I say this without, men have a tendency to eyes wander and, you know, do things more, I would say more so than a woman. You know, I where think so. so. I think yeah. women are, tend to be more nested. And mothering and, are, and stuff and like that. And men are more, um, what do they call them, the, um, when they go out and they gather things Hunters. and stuff. Hunters. Uh -huh. So there's always, there is a certain thing. I personally don't think, and Carrie doesn't like this when I say this, but when you think about it, I don't think it's a natural uh, being for, for men to get married and just stick with one woman. I just don't believe that. But with that theory comes consequences on whatever your choice is. So if you choose to stay with that one woman, look how our relationship grows and we work together and, and there's, there's so much greater greatness from that. But from an animal instinct, which is what I think human beings really are, just a higher grade form of, of um, animals, we're instinctively more on the basis of trying to find other women to mate with. It's just, 
It's just a natural being. But on the other hand, with that comes consequences. And if you want to really have the kind of relationship that you and I, that Carrie and I have, you have to give up something so that you gain something else. And the best thing for us, and certainly I can only speak for myself, is that the best thing for me is having the relationship that I have with Carrie and that I know, again, it comes back to what we said at the very beginning, I can count on her. I know Carrie's there all the time for me. And I will say that if he ever did that, <laughs> I will be packing for him. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll be going, but he won't. I always say, you won't be able to afford it. So find <laughs> what I want to do. Well, I've already been through it once. I know what to do this time. <laughs> But it's also, I, I really like what you're saying, Uncle Bruce, is it's also more fulfilling. You're, you know, you, the mm -hmm. two paths that you could take, you could take that non-monogamous way or whatever it may be, um, human nature, animalistic type of way, or you can go for this more fulfilling, heart filling, and, and almost pretty much what it comes back to is elevating love. I mean, this mm -hmm. is, you, you come more enriched, you become um, just more full. Yes. Well, as you get older, too, there's more to life than the hot sex passion, you know, the and everything like that. There's kids and there's, you know, life and uh, taking care of your parents and doing things that you have to do. And, you know, there's a lot of, I should say, not get specific. There's a lot of have to's versus want to's. And it's a balance. So. Mm -hmm. yeah. Very well said. Oh, my this is so much fun. Thank you, guys. And You're I think welcome. So, like. I learned I think, so much from both of you. And it's, it's I, a great thing you're doing. This is fun and okay. very educational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's so important for everybody to really see that, you know, I, I think Uncle Bruce, you really nailed it on this one with saying that, you know, it's I a know. miracle. <laughs> I <know. laughs> but I mean, for me, that was just a huge part for me to take away is um, that choosing that path of really nourishing and enriching yourself and your life by choosing to um, negotiate, go back to Carrie's thing, you know, Carrie, you know, like where you said you have to negotiate a little bit, but working with that person and going through life together, um, more enriched and uplifted. It's all about finding your best friend that you can go through life with and know that they can, you can count on them, they can count on you. and. That's what I really want out of this podcast, for everybody to be able to hear these wonderful love stories and see such a positive, wonderful, loving relationship and knowing that you can find that person and that person is there for you. And if you've found that person, it's so wonderful to be able to go through life with them. And if you're still searching for that person, that it does exist, they are out there for you and you will be able to find them and write your own love story just like this couple has. If you know of another couple that has a beautiful love story, or if you have questions or would love to chat with me, you can find me on Facebook and our Facebook group at Elevate Love or on Instagram at elevate.love.now. And I'd love to hear more from you and chat. Sending love to you all.